Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kellogg's Pet, the super delicious cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today we shall learn whether the Man of Steel can follow the trail of the icebergs to reach Jimmy Olsen and his friends in time to save them. There are thrills ahead, but first, here's Dan McCullough with a swell idea for us. Ever wish you had a chance to start learning about planes and aviation in general without having to go to a special school or even sending away for material? Well, gang, here's your chance right now. You can get a lot of swell aviation dope just by studying the nifty model planes that come inside all the Kellogg's Pep Packages. That's right. You see, there's a really slick plane model made of colored cardboard right inside every single package of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And it sure is a help when it comes to learning about aviation. Now, there are 14 different models you can get all together. Two Russian, four British, and eight American ones. And on the back of each model, there are lots of pointers about that particular plane, along with a general description of it. Best of all, gang, you don't have to send in a single penny to get any of these grand models, not even a box stop. There's a plane inside every single pet package. So be sure your mother gets you a package of those golden, delicious whole wheat flakes tomorrow. See which model plane you'll find inside. And remember the name, Pep, P-E-P. Pep is made by Kellogg's in Battle Creek. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Jimmy Olsen and Poco crashed in Poco's space shell near the North Pole, they were condemned to die by Nazi soldiers who had established a mysterious garrison there. Trailing his friends, Superman arrived at Iceland, where he was forced to postpone his search while he tracked down a new enemy menace, icebergs filled with explosives which were drifting into our North Atlantic convoy lanes. Observing that the icebergs were coming from the north, the Man of Steel streaked away to find their source, unaware that Jimmy and Foco and their Eskimo friends, Utak and Nulia, have just been recaptured by the Nazis after a desperate attempt to escape. As we continue now, Jimmy and Foco, numb with cold, have been brought before Colonel von Gerson in the latter's office. <laughs> so, my stupid American friends, you thought you could escape. Go ahead and laugh. But if Utak hadn't been shot in the leg when he and I were getting Poco over the wall... I'm to blame. I could die for shame. Oh, forget it, Poco. It was a tough break, that's all. Anyway, the dog sleds weren't on the other side of the wall where Utak thought they were. How unfortunate, Olsen. And how unfortunate, too, that your rocket ship was empty of fuel. Yeah, you're telling me. Your rocket ship is interesting. Most interesting. Particularly the revolving shell as if it had been designed to create friction whilst flying through space. Of course, we know that spatial travel is as yet impossible. No, it is down. But your rocket ship presents interesting possibilities. Who knows? It may even help us to defeat you in the next war, if we do not learn how to use it in this. There isn't going to be another war with Germany. You think not? I know it. When we lick you this time, you're going to stay licked. Do not talk so big. You have not yet defeated us. It won't be long now. The Russians are almost in Berlin. 
And our armies are closing in from the west. But in another week or two, after I have sunk hundreds more of your ships and drowned tens of thousands of your troops, you will beg us to make peace. After you've sunk... <laughs> Say, what are you talking about? <laughs> you sound strange. This mind is deranged. Oh, oh, what's that? An explosion, as we've heard before. I've counted now at least a score. <laughs> there it goes again. Yeah, Olsen. And that means many more icebergs filled with explosives will follow the currents into the lanes of your great convoys and destroy them. What? Yeah. Our new secret weapon which will turn the tide of the war for us. What? You're crazy. Icebergs don't have explosives. <laughs> they have when we drill holes in them and set the explosives in, together with a mechanism which will attract the iceberg to a ship. But, but, leaping lizards. So, so that's what you're doing up here. <laughs> we are indeed. And now say to me that we Germans are defeated. Say it. Well, sure I'll say it. Ten times over. But not for long. The firing squad awaits you in the compound. Oh, sorrow. Oh, woe. I would come out to personally bid you farewell, but the severe cold depresses me. (laughs) You're a villain. You will pay, if not tomorrow, then another day. Ah, this pleases me. Nothing makes me so happy as to see an American die. You... you dirty Nazi... <laughs> there go more cargoes of death for your countrymen. But enough of talk. The Eskimos have been assembled. They will see first you two Americans perish, and then Utak and Nulia, who conspired with you. Oh, but I tell you, Utak and Nulia didn't conspire with us. Silence! I say they did. This will teach the other Eskimos how useless is any resistance to us. I will open the door for you so you may see the firing squad. Wait a minute. Now listen, Colonel. You wish to beg for mercy, Olsen? I... I... No, I don't. Come on, Poco. Pleading's no good. His heart is wood. Not wood. Iron. We Germans are made of iron. (laughs) You hear that? And we are made of ice and dynamite, too. Ha, ha, ha. Go to your death, Schweinhunden. I, I guess this is it, Poco. Yes, my friend, we've reached the end. <laughs> Goodbye, Americans. May the devil greet you. <laughs> Stepping out into the bitter Arctic cold, Jimmy and Poco march across the snow-packed compound to where the Nazi firing squad awaits them. Meanwhile, hurtling northward above the sea, Superman scans all below him. Ah, there's another iceberg filled with explosives. Down and smash it. Down! That does it. Now, up into the north again. Away! I ought to be somewhere near where those icebergs start from. Not much open sea left. Up ahead, it's frozen solid, so... Uh-oh, what's that? Working on the ice. They're dynamiting the frozen sea. And there's another crew. Drilling the icebergs and filling them with explosives. Oh, the end of the trail at last. Faster! Now they're going to get a surprise. Wait a minute. That farther ahead in that big snow yard. German soldiers. A firing squad. Quick, stop. That's Jim and Poco in front of that firing squad. Faster! Faster! 
Now, down and grab them. Now! Swooping down from the sky, Superman snatches Jimmy and Poco to safety even as the Nazi guns roar. Then, setting them down a mile away, he leaves them too stunned for speech and streaks back to teach the amazed Germans in the compound a grim lesson. Several hours later, once more in his guise of the mild-mannered Clark Kent, he enters the city room of the Daily Planet and proceeds to enter the White's office where Jimmy is excitedly telling his story. Superman set Poco down, the all the Nazis, and turned them over to the Eskimos. Yeah, he did, eh? Uh-huh, he said... He... Oh, hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, Jim. How are you, Chief? Stop interrupting. What? Uh, go on, Olsen. You say Superman turned the Nazis over to the Eskimos? Uh-huh. He said the Eskimos could hold trials for the Nazis and do whatever they wanted. He said that was only fair because it was the Eskimos' land, and had invaded and enslaved them, and now the Eskimos were liberated, it was up to them to settle their own affairs. Well, I think Superman did exactly right. Nice of you to say so, Chief. Are you being sarcastic, Kent? Who, me? Yes, you. And that reminds me. Where have you been for the past 24 hours? I, uh, I was looking for Jim and Poco. Looking for them where? In my backyard? Well, not exactly, no. Well, that's the last place I saw you. Well... And while you were beating the bushes around my house for Olsen and Poco, they were at the North Pole. Yes, I know. You know? Yes. And I know about Superman defeating the Nazis' latest secret weapon, the hot icebergs. Oh, hot icebergs. That's pretty good, Mr. Kent. Yeah, you would think so, Olsen. Uh, well, uh, how, how, how'd you know about it, Kent? I was here when Superman brought Jim and Poco back in the space shell a couple of hours ago. While you and Lois were still looking for them. Where is Poker, by the way? No, what's the difference where that, where that half-pint pit squeak is? He went home to clean the house and cook my dinner. That's where he is. Oh, so you're a slave to your stomach, eh? Who's a slave to his stomach? You're a slave to your stomach. You said Poker was out of his mind and you wouldn't have him around anymore. You were even talking about sending him to an institution. <coughs> well, I, uh, that was before Poco. Yeah, and, that was before uh, Poco. And Olsen uh, explained why he was acting so peculiarly. Yes, so now everything's quiet and peaceful again. Yes, no? and it had better remain that way. We're all through with space shells and that sort of nonsense. <laughs> we're settling down to the business of running a newspaper. Oh. Lois is in her office doing a story. Olsen, you get to work and write up this crazy North Pole escapade. And you can't. Yes, teacher. <laughs> very, very funny. Now listen to me. I'm going to take no more nonsense from anybody. Is that clear? Clear as crystal. All right. Now, you come along with me, Kent. Yes, sir. And you get that story done, Olsen. Yes, sir. And another thing. In the future, nobody goes out on an assignment without my permission. But... But nobody! Come on, Kent. Storming out of the office, Editor White leaves Jimmy speechless and a little puzzled. Why did Perry White particularly mention that no one was to go out on an assignment without his permission? We'll know in a moment, so keep listening. But first, let's hear from our good friend. Say, gang, I'll bet a lot of you have often wished that you could pilot one of the famous warplanes we keep reading about, haven't you? Well, I guess it'll be a long time before you can get started on that project, but here's a grand, easy way you can start learning about some of those planes right now. It's by studying the swell cardboard models that come inside all the Kellogg's pep packages. That's right. You see, there's a nifty colored cardboard plane model right inside every single package of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, they're just as easy as pie to put together, and they're models of famous modern Allied warplanes. There are 14 different models you can get all together. Exciting planes like the Russian Yacht 4, the Curtis Warhawk, the British Lancaster Bomber, the Douglas C-54 Skymaster, and many others. 
What's more, on the back of every model is a list of important pointers about that particular plane and information on how to spot it. Best of all, gang, you don't have to send in a single penny for any of these planes, not even a box stop. There's a model inside every pep package. So be sure your mother gets you a package of those golden, delicious whole wheat flakes tomorrow. And remember the name, Pep, P-E-P. Pep is made by Kellogg's in Battle Creek. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Jimmy is alone in the empty city room where he has just finished writing his story. He's about to take it to Lois Lane's office when Beanie, the head copy boy, comes rushing toward him, obviously very much excited. Oh, hi, Beanie. What's cooking? Hi, Jim. Hold up a minute, will you? Yeah, what's on your mind? And make it snappy, will you? I think maybe I got a good human interest story for you, Jim. Yeah, take a look no, at... No, the... I'm not interested, Beanie. I just got strict orders. What do you mean? Orders from the chief. What kind of orders? Well, we can't go out on stories anymore without his okay. Oh, well, this ain't really a story, Jim. It's just no, a kind no, of... No, look. A... Look, I said I'm not interested, Beanie. How many times do I have to tell you? Okay. Okay, brush me off if you want it, but maybe you'll be sorry. This guy may be a goofus, but if he ain't a goofus, then it's the McCoy. What? I don't get it. Never mind. Forget all about it. Just forget all about it. Okay, so I'll forget it. Shrugging, Jimmy continues on his way to Lois Lane's office, little realizing that the scrap of paper Beanie holds in his hand is the strange key to a baffling mystery. A lot's going to happen beginning Monday, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station for The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow The Adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the makers of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Publications. This is Mutual, 